Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Free Amers episode 108 of the Free Amers podcast. Um, there's not much to talk about tonight. We'll talk about the Arsenal game. We'll look ahead to the Wolves game. And obviously, the main news at the moment is the virus. <laughs> Will it affect the games? Will it affect our games? Will the league stop? We'll have a little chat about that. And anything that you guys want us to talk about, put it in the chat. It's time for me and Paul to start. Let's go, mate. Hello. How we doing, mate? You right? Yeah, good, mate. Um, a funny, funny uh, world we're living in at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think. Uh, I tell you what. Let's start with that. Actually, I was going to put that at the end, but let's start with that. So, cancelled games. I don't think I've spelt that right. That's terrible for a teacher. That I will take that down. I don't think I've spelt. Yeah, mate. So obviously the Man City Arsenal game cancelled tonight. Mm. Um, First, and obviously Italy, a country that's close to your heart, obviously has just gone completely crazy with it. Yeah, just gone on, on absolute lockdown. Yeah. Um, um, if the game being cancelled today, and obviously I believe Wolves, a team we play, obviously they're going to be playing behind closed doors, that Olympiacos game. Um, what do you make of it all, mate? What do you make of it all? I mean... It's um, it's sensible, really, isn't it? I mean, the I, I do think the old coronavirus thing has been probably sensationalised a bit. Um, evening, lads, joining us in the chat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel I feel like the old coronavirus thing has been sensationalised a bit, but at the end of the day, obviously, it is quite a serious situation, and you know the governments have got to do what they can to stop the spread and and to contain it. Um, so I understand. I understand. You know, it, obviously Italy closed down their league. What until April? Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, again. Don't know whether it's rumours or not. There are rumours that Euro twenty twenty and may be a very important meeting to discuss whether it gets delayed till yeah summer. Yeah. I mean, you got you got to think. You know, if other leagues start leagues start taking note of this, you know, um, Germany, uh, France, I know they've been talking about it as well. Um, games being played behind closed doors. But if you, if, if the major leagues start doing this, so like I say, Italy's league now is postponed until it's postponed for a month. So that's going to put their league back a month. So when you start looking at the likes like, of the Euros... Well, they're being played behind closed doors, aren't they? The games are going on. I thought, I thought doors. they said that they'd just completely... Or maybe maybe they've changed it even more. Because I know the Juventus game at the weekend was played behind closed doors. Yeah. Maybe, if, yeah, maybe it's no, going further. I, yeah. I might be wrong, but I'm sure the last thing I read was that they've actually postponed the league for a month um maybe 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 that's gone further yeah maybe that's gone further um but yeah basically it's like i say that that's gonna have knock-on effects um do you know what though (laughs) yeah if they play behind closed doors will they show them on tv yeah i would i would have thought so i would have thought so it'd be a weird thing to watch the biggest thing for me now i'm hoping is that liverpool win the league behind closed doors can you imagine if they win the league and there's no one in the stadium guy I work with is a massive, massive Liverpool fan. He was talking about that. Like, can you imagine the robbery of the fans? <laughs> can you imagine that? Like, can you imagine it, not mate. being able to see that moment? <laughs> I would absolutely love it. I would love it. Listen, like, I, I'm in Northern Ireland, so it's all Liverpool and uh, Manchester United fans over here. And um, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, like the way that is being, like, the Liverpool fans have been going on to, for them to win it behind closed doors. Or even better, just, just, just cancel it. Just cancel the league. 
Yeah, scrap, <laughs> scrap, scrap, scrap the season. We all start again. What would they? They can't do that though. They could never do that because no, it would be not. so bad for. Um, I'm not even thinking about Premier League. I'm talking about West Brom and uh, you know, Slav sitting at the top of the Championship, and they just go, oh, "Do you know what? It don't count." Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think Neil makes a good. Uh, ben, sorry, makes a good point there, saying that just played the games behind closed doors for a while. Yeah, mm. I, mm. I can definitely see that coming as well, Ben. I can see you know maybe a two week period or a month period where the games are played behind closed doors. Mm. That could be again, mate. You say about that for Liverpool fans, so I'm just going to move that. I'll come back to that. Sorry. Um, how detrimental will be towards us, mate, in this relegation fight, not having the fans there, you know, mm. to give you that little bit of lift? Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, but then it's, it's going to affect all the other teams that, that are playing the games as well. I don't think we can try and use that as an excuse. Um, but that, don't get me wrong, you know, the fans have been fantastic the last couple of games in the stadium. They have been amazing and that probably has helped. But I don't think we can use that as an excuse. You know, all the all the all the clubs would be dealing with the same situations. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's one of them things you just have to you have to get on with it, really, don't you? Um, Paul P says, "Mate, I've lived in Hanoi, Vietnam. It's extremely serious, uh, destroying people's lives, sporting events, and any large gatherings of people should probably and will be able will be all cancelled." Oh, that's good from you. A good point from Paul there. Obviously, right in the thick of it there in Vietnam. Yeah, um, and that's the thing. And we, we, like I did say at the start of this, if anyone missed it, obviously this is, it is. You know, the governments do have to take it serious. They do have to contain it, and they do have to take the steps for that. So, if if it does come to that, if they do turn around and say, right, listen, all the games have to be played behind closed doors. I don't think anyone's going to kick up a fuss about it. I don't think. I, I think everyone's going to understand. Do you know what I mean? What what is happening for? Um, yeah, obviously, safety of the people has to come first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, there were talk of uh, and not banning, but uh, keeping over 70s from the game, wasn't it? Because there was the joke mm. about Roy Hudson not being able to manage the team <laughs> on the touchline a bit because where he's over 70 years old. Um, Olympics as well, you know, Olympics 2020 Olympics, Tokyo, mm. right there, it's right there, right next to it. Um, yeah, those no, honestly knows what is going to happen uh, in the next few months. Lots of decisions and money at stake in the sporting world, guys. If you've got anything else to say about that, guys, put it in the chat. Um, the board will be hoping closed doors, so no more marches. Please don't let it happen. Um, I've already said Liverpool can't have a parade. Yep, I did read that as well, because obviously containing uh, the virus. Um Evening, gents. Evening, Hawkins. And they will have to shut up. Yeah. If, if, if we think of anything else on that, uh, I just thought it's right to start with that. Obviously, it's the main news at the moment, the biggest mm. topic out there everywhere, not even just sport in schools as well. You know, it's, it's a huge, huge topic to cover. Um, what does this say? Did you see that vid of Zeb and Ngokia? I think... <laughs> Zabanengakia, I'm yeah, guessing. That, means, yeah. No, I haven't, I haven't seen that. Uh, I'll, I'll try and check that out after the game, uh, after this uh, podcast. I, I've not seen that, mate. If you want to divulge a bit further. Mm. Um, I saw on Twitter a few days ago, the Premier League will likely show the 3pm games. And it, they would have to really, wouldn't they? Because, you know, mm. all the season ticket holders out there, um, you know, they, they won't be able to go to the games. Uh, so they can't argue that thing of... Um, 
have can't argue that we're holding back the fans and stuff. So yeah, we'd have to, yeah. Good evening, good evening, JP. Um, got protest incoming. <laughs> Jamie Jill, thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, this guy was one of the first, was the first ever subscriber to call in and speak to it, speak to me on my all the gear no idea a couple of days ago from Ireland, I believe. I'm not sure whether it's north or the south of Ireland. He is definitely an Irish accent. Was on the line. Um, I don't think the Euros will be cancelled three months away, and we'll probably have all calmed down by then lot of money at stake as well if they were to cancel huge sponsorship deals lot a lot of money uh yeah sorry for the massive typo there uh, jgm evening jp um jp says it's a great video i will check that out in a minute uh do you think season get holders will get a refund or discount for next season it's a good point. i'd say they'd have to yeah they would absolutely they would have to reimburse the fans um for any games that they were they weren't physically able to attend the they would have to. They'd have to reimburse the fans for that, yeah. Definitely. Um, hi, JP. Um, on a lighter note, it's been given the rhyming slang, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> um, he's from Dublin. There you go. He's from Southern Ireland. There you go. I definitely heard an Irish accent when he called in. <laughs> uh, um, he says, yeah, they both analyse and Gakia uh, performance against Liverpool and Zab gives him a complimentary feed from experience. It's superb. Uh, point John Monker made on uh, Ngakia, actually. Again, I know John Monker's best, but he said um, he's West Ham's Wan-Bissaka. Mm. He's got the potential to, you know, those very similar styles. I don't know if you see uh, Jamie Carragher's video on uh, Wan-Bissaka saying that he's the best one-on-one -on -one fullback in the world, in his opinion. Mm. Uh, so, uh, Hope I have that well, sort yeah, of level. Nice, you know what I mean? It'd be brilliant if uh, we've pulled one of them out. Um, it's in the small print, don't us I think, of, really. I think the thing is, it'll be, it'll be in the terms and conditions, but I still think they would do something, they would do some kind of gesture, especially the way things are with the fans at the minute. Can you imagine how much it would kick up even more if the club just said, Nah, nah, we ain't doing anything? Yeah, I, for I you. think what they'll do is, um like a club cash thing mm. it's like if you use the ticket exchange for example it'll give you lowest face value for your ticket and club cash back that's what i think will happen i, I can't confirm it i don't work for the club I don't I, know they'll, they'll, they'll do something obviously like you says there in the terms of conditions they probably don't have to legally but i'm sure they will i'm sure they will if it comes to that um i'm surprised that cheltenham was allowed to go ahead yeah again huge crowd gathering is it um loads of people loads of animals and stuff uh, i don't know whether you had any money on today mate tiger roll no, I the best horse, only one of the best horses in the world come second it's the thing isn't it like, bit. <laughs> Chel cheltenham's for all the rich ones isn't it so they're, yeah. gonna, they're gonna muck about with all the rich people football's a poor man's sport so don't too, much, too much money as well isn't it too much yeah. money for the bookies to lose if they were to do it um hi agm is the real JP? I do believe this is the real JP. I believe I blocked fake. Managed to find out how to block uh, real uh, the fake JP. But that's what I would say if I was the fake JP. Uh, Jeremy is number one right back now, and one of the first names on the team sheet. It's great to see Zabba's praise. It is uh, obviously it's great for the kid as well, isn't it? You know, one of the best right backs of the last decade. And that's from all pundits, not just West Ham fans. All pundits, him in their team in a decade, didn't they? I think 
Dabaleta mm. Wills, the right back that was getting in. Um, a great to see now. Just on that again. Yeah, of course it is. Absolutely. Um, and like like we said before, and we and we said last week, don't wanna don't wanna overwrap him. Don't want to, you know, you don't want to build him up too much. We've seen that with so many West Ham youngsters over the years. Uh, you know, we we hype them up, hype them up, and they they fail to deliver. So I don't want to go too mad, but he does look like he's definitely he's hundred percent. He's got the potential there to be the real deal. And and the place the right back spot is is now. Um, it's is to lose. So you know, long may it continue. Hundred percent. Um, I saw a great post about Rice. I don't know how old it is. Uh, at the time he was given given the armband he cherished it and wants it another chance yeah I see uh, there was a post on the West Ham official website earlier actually saying about him being captain obviously JP says that listen like that he's talking like that mm. I'm still on the belief that man is leaving in the summer not because he wants to he won't force a move I think we will accept an offer and he will go Hmm. Where do you stand with it? I agree, mate. I think if well, I think if the right offer comes in, if one of the big boys comes in, it'll probably go. Um, I can see the club using that as a kind of thing to say, "I'll oh, give us another season and we'll make you captain." Um, I can see the club using that to try and get him for another year. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I agree, mate. And uh, I, would you pay him whatever he wants? Would you pay him whatever he wants if it made him stay for another two years? It depends how much he wants, doesn't it? I'd say if you was putting him uh, I don't know, on par with an England international, probably going to say hundred grand a week, and yeah. I mean, I'd pay him twenty-five grand a week. It, it, I would, I would make him. I will put him in line with the top earners at the club, definitely. What whether that puts him on around hundred grand a week? Yeah, I think he deserves it. I think he deserves it, um, but I don't think, I don't think that's enough. You know. He's going to want to advance his career. He's going to want to move up the ladder because he's good enough. And at this moment in time, he's not going to get that stand at West Ham. Now, saying that, it, again, it all depends on his advisors and who talks to him because he's still very young. I was, yes, got, I was going to say, mate, he could, you know, he could stay at West Ham for another four years. He mm. stay till he was 24. Yeah. Then have the big move. I don't think he will stay that long. No, his price will just go boom, 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 yeah, boom. Exactly. Got, got to be scared of him. He's he's not going to want to stagnate. You know, all it takes is one bad season, and then the people people forget about you, and that chance is gone. So, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what happens. But I do, yeah. I'd, unfortunately, I do think if a big offer comes in from one of the big boys, he probably will go. And I wouldn't hold it against him. I wouldn't. I think as well with, with it again. I don't trust the board well to buy a team. Will keep him as well, a lot with Dimmy. Mm. See, they they did they didn't buy it. they didn't go and get Lacazette when they could have. Again, I think you, you lose interest in the club because you feel club does club want me to stay, but they're not prepared to make the team good enough to keep me here. Mm. But I think you get that sort of cycle. Well, I quite like the eleven that we we have been putting out the last couple of games, and we'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. We haven't talked about Arsenal yet. Uh, on these shirts, it's money first and people's health second. Um, and we have as well, Ben. Um, what do you think of Ngrakia's breakthrough in the starting role means for Ben Johnson? Well, I think Ben Johnson's uh, more of a left-back, isn't he? That's his actual starting role. Left-back. 
He's played both sides. I couldn't tell you naturally whether he's right or left, though, to be honest. Um, in that City game that he played a couple of years ago or a year ago, he was left back when he was I feel, I feel like he's a right back but can play left back. Um, I mean, you know, it's the, the only thing is, is this, it's good. If anything, it's good because it shows him that there's a path into the team. You know, if you're good enough, well, you'll get a chance. And uh, and if you, again, if you perform well, then you hold on to that chance. Hmm. If he plays, he, I, I don't know. That's a good point. I'm going to have to see what, whether he's left or right-footed because if he is left-footed and he plays on the left, if you think we but could have Ben Johnson on the left and Ngaku on the right, that would be us sorted for years. I think, I think, I'm just going to very quickly, I'm sure he's a left-back. I'm, sure, I'm sure he's left-footed. Find out. And you're faster. Anyone in the chat now? You're faster, go on. <coughs> do, 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 do. Uh, right, well, Wikipedia says he just plays as a defender. What does transfer market say? I think he is left-footed. I think he is left-back. He's, according to Transfer Market, he's a right-back and he's right-footed. Um, so there you go. But even still, it's it's good for, like I say, it's good. And it's good for all the youth players at the club to show that there's a way into the first team. And if, if you, you take play the chance, well, you can yeah, stay. Yeah. Obviously, uh, if we do stay up, I think Eddie Diagana's going to have a uh, part maybe in that team. Again, mm. is Bowen taking his position? We'll talk a bit more about Bowen in a minute. But um, do you know what? I think I think see Diangana. I think if West Brom come up, I reckon we'll sell him. I reckon there maybe another year loan. Maybe another mm. year loan. He has mm. done good, mate. He has he has had a very he, good. Oh, season. Don't get me wrong. He's done very well, and I would I would rather see him at West Ham. But then we've just signed Bowen. I don't know. I I think I I, I reckon. That if West West Brom come up, looks like they will. We'll probably sell him. Yeah, I think he'll be looked at pre-season. Drm mm. and Bowen fit together. Um, this one, you go for a curry with your pals. One friend you haven't seen since school. All this chicken coma. What do you do? I'll, I'll uh, leave immediately. Yeah, leave immediately. <laughs> That's very weak. A chicken coma. Not a chicken. Not even a curry is it? You can't even call a chicken coma a curry. It's not a curry. No, it's just um, a bowl of milk. Mat. Coconut, uh, coconut sauce. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, get up and walk. Make him pay. Um, Rice will be one of the first players out in the summer, even if we start. Yeah, I, I agree with that opinion as well. I'm very nervous. I, like I said, I don't think he will seek a move. A big club will come in, and uh, it'd be too good of too good of offer to refuse. Can't blame him. He's too good for us, and I won't have hard feelings. No, I definitely won't have no hard feelings for him because he he has. Oh, he has done. So, gents, what streaming things do you use to get the split screen and live? The website, uh, so you're not, oh yeah, your Hawkins family, is called StreamYard. Uh, all the big channels use it now. West Ham Fan TV use it. I know JP uses it as well. Uh, brilliant tool. Um, it's made our channel so much better. You know, live chats there, StreamYard.com, it's called. Check it out. And if StreamYard want to sponsor us and give us some dough. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Wouldn't, wouldn't mind a bit of dough. Uh, maybe then me and Paul can pack our jobs in <laughs> and just do this all day. Um, if we stay up, how much would a board give him to spend in a window? 90 million rice money or 80 million rice money. Probably another 50 on top. So you'll lose rice, hmm. but 
might get about 130 million net spend. So get 50 million net spend, 130 million is spent on players. Again, if you sell rice, you ain't gonna get a rice. No. I mean, if you think, if we sell, I, I, I don't think it will get anywhere near 90 million for him. I don't think anyone would pay that. Not that I don't think he's worth it, but that would make him one of the most expensive players in the world. It's not It's not going to happen. I can see him going for sort of 60 million, 50, 60. Um, I can see that. Um, I think he's worth, I think in the market, if you're looking like at Harry Maguire, for example, so a very good Euros went for 80 million. You can demand the starting price start at 70, I think. But the thing is, is the, the teams out there that can afford to pay £70 million on Declan Rice don't need him at the minute. You don't say maybe, maybe Man United, but I, I can't see Man United throwing that amount of money at him. The, the likes of City don't need him. Um, and then you, you've got, obviously, your European giants. I can't see any of them coming in for him. He's not known enough on the world stage. I, I, I don't know. Fifty. I reckon we'd get fifty, sixty for him at the minute. I think he's worth more than that. I wouldn't sell it for that. Though. I wouldn't sell it for that. I think he's worth more than that. But I can see those kind of offers coming in. Um, Alair will probably go. I reckon we'll maybe get thirty million back for him as well. Um, I think Lanzini will go. If Lanzini goes, though, I reckon you're talking. Um, unfortunately, yeah, 10, 20, 20, million. Million. twenty million, maybe yeah. 15, 20 million. Mm. Uh, DJ Blokey says evening all. Um, do you think West Ham will start? We ask this question every week now, and we'll probably ask this question until the end of the season. Um, I have belief. I have a bit more belief, should I say that? I can't sit here and go at 100% West Ham are going to stay up or West Ham are going to go down. I definitely have a lot more belief. Mm. Um, moving on. Uh, not sure in, if Cresswell gets injured. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Pellegrini played Johnson out at left back against City. Yeah, I thought that Blackpool said he is right footed, apparently. Um, we have so much great youth we could get rid of the overpaid crap. Yeah, and at least with youth, like you can't go all youth. At least with youth, as we've seen, you get a bit of passion. Then you get you get a bit of they want it. You know what I mean? Um where we right, Neil up oh, man from Australia. Thanks for joining us, mate. Evening, Neil. Hi, Gary. <laughs> Morning. I do love all these comments. I'm, trying, I'm going to try and get through all of them and then we'll talk about Arsenal. Um, need to make Rice Captain now, say, in hope of keeping him. Um, watching Neil have things. Hype and all things good. Oh, sorry, I, I, I don't know why I'm getting involved in the chat there. Uh, thanks for the high praise, Luke. Um, West Brom will get promoted and offer around £50 million for Dear Garner. Moyes will accept transfer key I think that's sort of what I was touching on there um, 15 million no you could be 25 no 25 starting price now for a player mate do you think we paid 20 million for Bowen yeah I when do we ever get value for our players though <laughs> it's true it's true 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 like when ugh, God, last time it's probably Rio 18 million which was a lot of money back then you know, I, that's that's the thing. We don't get value for our players. Not that I don't think they're worth more. Would I personally, if I was running the club, would I? If someone come in with an offer for fifteen million for Dean Garner, would I want to say, well, no, we just paid twenty million for Bowen. You know, I want at least parity on that. You know, you want twenty, twenty-five million. That's what I'd hope. But we just don't seem to do it. We don't seem to do it. 
So I've got no faith that we'll get the likes of these big I think numbers. With the um, in the past, with Arnie, me, I think players can see the way out of West Ham be done quite easily. Mm. You have a little salt. You know, you throw your toys out. You um, you might even get a pay increase. You know, for six months before you go. You know, if you look at what Arnie plan at the level he was playing at he's worth a lot more than the 20 25 million did we let him go for mm. no he's a 40 million pound player me a time god knows god knows how much he was worth you know what i mean if any if we would have sold him that summer how much do you think we would have got there i know well one of the best players in the world at that time <laughs> you know talking <laughs> talking about ballon d'or nominations do you know what i mean like Madness, madness. But Payet obviously forced to move, refused to go anywhere apart from back to Marseille. So yeah. I don't know. Gagano will want to prove himself at his home club, surely. Having that hunger and drive is what is making us click at the moment. Uh, having Grady reintroduced back in uh, one may kick Anderson into gear. Um, seems that all, all that way. Oh, apologize. That's just you guys chatting. Um, anyone offering 60 million for Rice should told to jog on should want at least 70 million as they're paying for 10 years of an improving right yes good point you, you buy a rice now he does develop like we think you will you're getting a player for at least 10 years if not 12 mm. you know 32 for you know some cdms they go on well into their 30s don't they it's a really good point on yeah um where are we at a price will depend on the team which comes in for him which team would want to go to. Mm. Uh, Rice wants to say and take over Noble as captain. I hope it's true what he's saying, mate. I hope it's true. I'm not saying I don't believe him. Uh, I think we may be forced to sell and I don't trust those guys not to sell him. Mm. Uh, when we uh, win, when we panic, if we lose on Saturday, we'll talk about that in a minute. Are you guys bored out or are you just worried about the on-the-pitch product at the moment? I'm bored out. We're bored out, guys. That's why we had Andy on last week. Anyone who watched last week, you know, uh, we give Andy a platform because we're well behind what he's, he's saying. What about how you are, Paul? But I'll give you a chance to actually say Yeah, mate. I actually <laughs> want someone – someone send me one of them GSB out stickers and I'll stick it on my chair there. Yeah, <laughs> I want one there as well. Send me, send me a GSB out sticker or tell us where I can buy one. Uh, yeah. But oh, yeah, def definitely, definitely bored out. Definitely. And I think we have been for a while, to be honest. Um, it's, it's, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and be, I, I, I know you won't either, mate. We're not going to sit here and be hypocrites. You know, we did have Jack Sullivan on the show right at the beginning, you know, just before the move. That did come on. Again, at that point, he was all into this dream, you know, with promises were just happening then. You know, as time has gone on, I wouldn't have Jack back on here now. Don't know about you, mate. I personally wouldn't have him on unless he was going to sit and answer the questions honestly. Mm -hmm. Then it's pointless having him on. But you would need a big boy on, you know. You'd need David Gold on, David Sullivan on. And they're never ever going to do that. Yeah. Um, um, we always buy high and sell low. You should rename the channel the Free Hammers featured Thomas Longbread. He asked some good questions, guys. He gets involved in the chat. Listen, you're all welcome to do that. Uh, he's been on the uh, channel uh, more than Lee recently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Leeds made a huge profit of Rio. Uh, let him go at 90. Yeah, they sold him. At the, the time, at the time he was the most expensive defender in the world. Yeah. See you so later, you can't, say, 
I don't, I don't think it's fair to say we let him go cheap at the time. That was a massive, massive fee. Um, but yeah, if we'd have held on for him for another year, then who knows? Yeah. That must uh, have been just before the all the, the TV money went mental. Yeah, uh, great idea, mate. <laughs> um, do you think Hallow will stay after the frustrating season? Um, no, you've got opinion on this poor, I'll let you say. No, no, I, I don't think so, no. I think he wants out. I think he's wanted out for a while. And it's another one as well. I know a lot of people get on Alaire's back. Um, my good friend Bowden's probably watching this, and he's one of them. He can't stand him. And a lot of people can't stand the lack of effort. But I'm looking at this like this man's got no affiliation to West Ham. He's probably looking at this and thinking, what have I done to my career? Like such a promising, promising player, fantastic striker. I don't care what anyone says. The man has got serious ability. Um and it, he's probably looking at this thinking, what have I done to my career? Um, and I think he wants out. And I think he will, yeah. I think I think definitely think he'll go uh, in the summer. And yeah, I, I think... Don't get me wrong. I'm saying this, and I, it sounds like I'm bigging him up. But at the same time, I think if we sell him, we'll get someone in that will perform better. He hasn't done... He's still like our top scorer, but I don't think he's done enough to warrant, especially not to warrant £45 million. You know, you think what we could have done with that, but it just didn't work out, unfortunately. Uh, will you be at the next protest? Um, try to get a ticket, you know, and if it ain't behind a closed door again, you know, uh, I'd love to be there, mate. I'm really gutted that I wasn't at the last one. Um, obviously, Paul lives in Ireland, so it's a bit hard for him, but um, I'm sure, you know, if he did still live in England, he would definitely be there. Um, would you be happy if the season got cancelled because of coronavirus and it meant we start a course of wood? I'll take it now, bite your hand off. I'll let, I'll let you go and lick all the West Ham fans so they get so we guarantee that it ends. But um, yeah, of course you would. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't, get, who wouldn't want us to be guaranteed to stay up? Um, I want to see Haller and Bowen up top. Um, okay, serious question. Ben Johnson is primarily a right back. So should he play on the left or develop in his preferred position as competition with Ngakia? Uh, that's a good question. Good question. Uh, yeah, go on, mate. I was, I was going to say for me, the fact that he's right-footed and he's a right-back, then he should develop as a right-back. Um, I don't think, I, I don't, unless he's got a really, really good left foot, he shouldn't be playing left-back. You know, I don't think we should be trying to develop him as a left-back because especially in the modern game, he, he needs to be banging down the ring. He needs to be throwing in crosses. And if he ain't got that left foot, it's, it's uh, not going to work. So it, You can't, um, you know, you can't fake it in the Premier League, can you? You to be not that he did bad you know again he played against Man City I believe he was up against like Bernardo Silva maybe maybe Riyad Mahrez on that day you know he didn't mm. do a bad job even with a weaker left foot um, instead of having a moan why don't you try asking an interesting question <laughs> he just did <laughs> um, James Ely what do you think about pre-season down under well it gives chance to some of the people in the chat like Neil and stuff like that to go and watch West Ham doesn't it down under good luck to him um, oh, for God's sake. Uh, what would you like to see Snodgrass and Socek start against Wolves at Wolf or drop Haller and Noble um, we'll talk about that in a minute I'm going to move on a minute last one uh, Noble's coming to the end of his career and uncertainty of Rice's future uh, who would be skipper so if Rice was to go and Noble obviously they'd be coming to the end of his career next season who would be your captain at the minute mate if I had to pick Fabianski I think Right now, yeah, you're talking Fabianski, um, Ogbonna, I would give a shout to. Antonio, Antonio. If you're talking about heart-on-sleeve performances, Antonio, 
Yeah, a long time now as well. If you're talking about length of career and you know, it takes more than that to to make a good captain, though. Mm. Like we're talking about a man who crashed a Lamborghini so through check. someone's front garden <laughs> in a snowman outfit. Is that what you really want from a captain? So you know check, I mean? someone like so check. Got you couldn't give him the arm, armband yet, but it depends. Bonner, good shout in there, Rob Bonner. Good shout. I literally said that. Yeah. You just said that. So, Fred Jicks, if we develop Johnson, yeah, I, I think Fred Jicks has been found out, to be honest with you. Um, JP, that's what I would do, Self Fred Jicks. Yeah, and Masawaku, yeah. So, both of them. Um, against Wolves, I would like to see Antonio move to right midfield and burn alongside Heller. We need the finishing because Heller, uh, Antonio is one. Okay. Let's just leave that there for a minute. Okay, so let's have a little chat about this, mate. Um, Arsenal 1, West Ham 0. Um, don't know how we didn't get anything out of this game, mate. Um, so many chances, so mm. many. Um, you know, the one that sticks out obviously is the one when Antonio and Hallier were two on one and with David Luiz, and it was played beyond. I don't know who you blame there, mate. Who do you blame? Do you blame Antonio? Do you blame Hallier for not stuttering the run back? It's a bit of both. Um, do you know what I, I will say? Um, it was David Luiz who was back, and he David Luiz's positioning was fantastic. Um, I don't think anyone is talking about that, but Louise did really, really well. He didn't commit himself too early. He he covered the space really well. Um, I think that's worth mentioning. Uh, he, David Louise positioned himself brilliantly. I think Leno had a great game as well. I think I think it was a bit of both. Um, Antonio, maybe. I mean, if yeah, if Alera checked his run. I still wouldn't be confident Antonio would have made the right pass, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know. I think... With Mikel, mate, it's universal. You know, he was the most dangerous player. He was also our most ineffective. Mm. The yeah, I mean, the, the chance that he had right in front of the keeper at the post, I, I don't know how he didn't score right, that. Then he had the header. Oh, that, yeah, the header. A little bit more loop on it. It's... Yeah, I mean, on another day, he, you know, he, he has an at We we I, I like you say, mate. Obviously, bowing at the post, and the I don't doors, know. He had a shot as well. I don't know how we didn't win that game. I have, I do I not we know. Very well, thought we played very, very well. I really do. Um, it's, it's cliche, you know. You take the positives out of it, but again, it is another loss, mate. Mm. Um, and again, it's so frustrating because it's a bit like the Liverpool game. You know, a huge deflection, uh, drops to their player. No, and it's played across. It's just a lucky goal. I'm sorry, but it does exist, luck, you know, and it was a lucky goal. Yeah, and it, that's like you say, mate. I mean, that it's the nail on the head, though. It depends what way you want to look at it. Yeah, we're improving. The last few performances have been good performances. But at the end of the day, he's won two games. Mm. Arsenal good team was there to be beat, you know, and it, again, it's much, much does, how much moist, how much, um, Moyes take though from that? Like, how much how much do you on Moyes as in uh, at fault for the loss? I couldn't get me words out there. I mean, obviously, when you as far as the players missing chances, you can't blame Moyes for that. The fact that they're creating the chances is obviously good, and it shows that the tactics were working. So, thumbs up, well done, David. He got it right there. But then at the same time, is he what's he working on in training? Is he working on that sharpness? Is he working on that f finishing? Is he do you know what I mean? The the the, the ball through 
to Haller where he miscontrolled it right at the start. He should have scored, like you say, the pass across to Antonio. Do Antonio and Haller play up front together in training? Are they working on that? Are they working on that partnership? Because it didn't look like it. You know, I think, I, I, think I say to Moyes that he can take some blame. He did not bring a substitute on, I believe, until about the 75th minute. I think mm-hmm. it was really, really late. Again, there was points in the game that we needed a freshen up. I think he should have subbed a little bit early. I think mm-hmm. maybe Anderson should have come on a bit earlier. Maybe Socek on a bit earlier because, you know, that, mid- that midfield, we was completely overrunning their midfield. They did not know what to do with us at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think maybe that is uh, where we can take some of the of it, I think. I mean, definitely, you've got to take the positives. You've got to take the positives, but you have to start turning them positives into points. That's that's the bottom line at the end of the day. It's all good and well playing well and saying, oh, we could have scored five, but we lost 1-0. So, that's it, mate. That's it. We could have beat Liverpool. We lost mm. 3-2. We drew with Liverpool. We lost 3-2. Should you have know. beat Brighton. We drew 3 all. You know, it's all this should have, should have, should have done that, should have done that. I don't know. I don't know. At the end of the season, the results all... The results will decide, wouldn't they? Yeah. Uh, man of the match for you, mate, that game for West Ham? I, thought I don't Bowen, know. I thought Bayern was fantastic. I thought Bayern was fantastic. Yeah. Bowen... I, don't, I don't just want to big him up because, you know, he's a, he's a new spark. He's something fresh for us to enjoy. I, he definitely, you know, he's took the duck to water to the West Ham team. Mm. He really has. I said this last week as well. The thing I like most about him is the runs that he makes. His movement is fantastic. You I know, he makes a shot as well. Yeah, exactly. He's not afraid to shoot, which is something that a lot of our players have suffered from. But I love the runs that he makes. He really runs between the lines. He splits defenders. No one else on our team does that. No one else on our team does that. So it's so good to see. It's so refreshing. Um, yeah, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant player so far. Brilliant player so far. Yeah, yeah. Go back into the questions very quickly. Um, if West Ham start, would you want Moyes to still be in charge? No, I think Paul sort of summed it up quite nicely there with, you know, he's only won two games. Um, and by the time the season's over, if we have stayed up, you know, he probably would have won maybe another two or three games. So he would have won five games in what, 20 odd games, 23, mm. 24 games. He's, he's, it's not results, enough. Results not enough. wise, results wise, he's not doing any better than Pellegrini who got sacked. Yeah. So. No, I wouldn't want him. Who I'd want as new manager, I don't know. I, again, it's too many, too many out there that for me to a finger on one. But mm. we missed a boat with Ancelotti. Really, we missed a big boat with Ancelotti. Um, if you carry on playing like that, we'll be okay. Thought Moyes set up positives, and we had a go and put in the effort for the shirt. That's all I can ask. Yeah, but we have got to turn it into points, mate. We have. That's it. I mean, it's all good and well, isn't it? Saying, oh, we played really well, we were unlucky. What what about at the weekend? We play really, really well and then we lose. When does that stop? There has to be a point where you say, oh, well, we give it a good go. You know, we, we could have scored more, but we still lost. I don't know. There does need to be a point, like you say, where you start turning them into points. But uh, Like, for example, if the Antonio Hilaire incident would have happened, for example, against, you know, a Norwich, Newcastle, mm. How patient would you fans be then against an Arsenal? I know, I know they're not the best Arsenal, but they still have the Arsenal, you know, Chelsea, Tottenham, Liverpool, Man United. But if that was against the Newcastle, Norwich, and Aston Villa games to come, how would you feel then? Do you know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, that's just poor now. That mm-hmm. is poor. How often can you keep saying, you know, Antonio let us down that time? But he did play really, really well. 
not digging him out. I'm just saying that you need that quality now. It's it's not about playing well now. It's about getting results now. It yeah, really, really is. Um, go back in now. Bear with me, sorry, mate. Um, we could probably get fifteen million for Fred Nafa and Gakia for me, man of the match. Um, then it was man of the match for them, definitely. Uh, that's some worldies. Uh, do you agree that with Wolves playing tomorrow night, will be a good fit? Of course it will. Of course it will. Um, you know, uh, teams have renowned over the years, haven't they, for in that Europa League hangover? Um, so yeah, it can be a good thing. Uh, we'll talk about Wolves in a minute. Um, are you VAR in or VAR out? I'm sick of it, to be honest. Uh, we discuss this every week, but um, you know, before the season started, all the last year we were sitting here going, VAR, stay and win the league with that. VAR comes in, you know, it'll turn everything around, we're getting Champions League. And it hasn't worked out. And too inconsistent. It's not VAR's fault, though. It's not the technology's fault. I think that's a key point we need to make here. Mm. It's the rules. And the problem with VAR, again, it's still to the judgment of a human eye, a human opinion. You know, like, for example, online technology, it's clear. It's a computer. It's, this is a goal. This is not a goal. Um, so that's where the problem's like, because it still relies on a human to make that judgment. What about mm. you, Paul? I, I agree completely, mate. I still think I still think VAR is a good idea. I still think VAR is a good thing, but the way that it's implemented at the moment isn't working. Um, I'm all for technology if it means more correct decisions are being made, but nobody wants to see it used. No one wants to sit there for five minutes trying to find out if someone's armpits offside or anything like that. No one wants to see it for that. Um, well, you also won the weekend, mate, the, the Arsenal game. Clearly onside, you know, it, it took mm. about took a good five minutes of them drawing lines. It's like mm. just do it, like put us out of our misery. It's a goal. Yeah, no, no one wants to see that. And I think, I think, I think if they're going to stick with VAR, which they will, they need to change the rules to, to work with it. So, like the offside rule needs to change. They need to, they need to be more clear about things. I think it should be. I think, I think they should make it mandatory that the referee goes and looks at the monitor. Um, if there is a big contentious decision, rather That's what than... I liked in the World Cup, World Cup. Yeah. Um, obviously there were some contentious stuff in the World Cup, but at least the ref went over and had a look every time. Mm. Every time, didn't they? They used to go over to the thing. Yeah. But there are some problems there, definitely. Uh, good point there. Antonio versus Priore battle. Talk about that in a minute. Uh, totally agree, Kent. We did everything right except score. But hey, that's football. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But what really matters is how you play the game. Um, if Wolves don't play to their game in Greece, it will be more difficult to beat them. Um, I mean, VR is a thing. The problem is the people using it. Yep, just made that point. Um, if we go down, it won't be because of the way we're playing now. Uh, we would go down on all the games between Fab injured and Pellegrini getting sacked. No, because, you know, Moyes has been stubborn with his setup. Um, you know, listen, Neil, a lot of it is the Fab injury. But that didn't help at the beginning. You know, I can look at the Moyes situation and say, he didn't play for Nels for six games. Mm. You know, um, he kept stubborn with an out-of-form Lanzini. He kept with five at the back that wasn't working. So uh, you've got to put some blame on Moyes. 
Yeah, no, absolutely, mate. Um, and like I say, his, his points per game is basically the same as Pellegrini. Um, I, 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 you know, although I, kind of what Neil's saying there, if he's saying that if Fabianski hadn't got injured, we then then we wouldn't be in this position now, which is right. I think he's right. I think if Fabianski don't get injured, Pellegrini probably don't get sacked. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, it is, mate. It is. Um, okay, so moving on because we haven't got long left. Uh, we, we, we thought it was going to be a quick show tonight, but uh, it's kicked off nicely with the chat. I was hoping that would happen as well, though, that the chat would just spark things off. Uh, so the Wolves game, mate. Um, I've got to say, mate, Wolves are a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, I really enjoy watching them. Uh, I think they're a fantastic, fantastic football team. Um, I'm just going to flash their starting lineup here to sort of go through some of their players, mate. Um, remove that. So, yeah, you've got, the, as obviously, Edemar Traore is a, a, a no-brainer, you know. I'm going to move over here. Uh, that's a no-brainer, fantastic player, absolute beast. He's Antonio with technique. <laughs> I think is the best way I've said it. Um, that, not that, in that, that lineup because uh, Jimenez isn't there. Jimenez is a fantastic striker as well. That's not quite the lineup. That was just I think that's what they played their last game. Mantino, mm. um, fantastic player. Joe Martino, Ruben Neves, Diego Jota. I mean, they've got some uh, one really, of the best. really good players. Uh, Doherty, sorry, not uh, Doherty, one of the highest rated, obviously, right backs in the mm. Prem. Um, just have a look there. Very good goalkeeper. Um, Donka, a guy that was linked with West Ham. Um, it's a fantastic side. Very well spent money. Um, fantastic manager as well in Nuno. Um, do you like in there, mate? I mean, yeah, it's it's a, like you say, mate, it's a really good team. It's a really solid team. Um, I mean, the, the, the front five are brilliant. The way they link up is really good. Um, yeah, no, they're a, they're a good team. They're pleasing on the eye. Um, fantastic in the Europa League as well. Yeah. They could still get Champions League. Good. But they're well in with a shout of it. Um, so I think they're going to go with it up front, you know. They're going to try and probably try and win the Europa League and try and get it in the league as well. So I don't expect them to go easy on us Saturday mm. at all. Um, I think it's going to be a really, really tough game. And this is the game I've actually been more nervous about than the Arsenal game. Mm. But this game is the one that I think we could get a bit of an idea in this game. So they did beat us as well uh, in the reverse fixture. Yeah, it's going to be a tough game, that's for sure, mate. It's definitely not going to be an easy game. Like you say, if they do end up playing tomorrow night, that's definitely going to work in our favour. Um, mm. Hopefully we can take advantage of it. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, says, I think uh, our game against Wolves will be a really good one to watch. and see five goals being scored. Hopefully three of them will be us. Uh, totally agree, Tommy. Totally agree, Tommy. And thank you. Um, yeah, so like I say, it's, it, the main man to watch out for is this man. Just an absolute animal. Um, scored a few times against us now as well. Um, heavily linked with Liverpool um, in the summer, maybe, as well. Imagine him at Liverpool. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just ridiculous, wouldn't it? It is to be fair, I, still, I, I, I say this every time we talk about him. I still think he's overrated. I still think no, he's but, overrated. No, but you have to say, you have to say his technique has come on massively. I remember him playing against us for Middlesbrough. I said to my dad at the time, we should go and get him. We could have got him for about 12 million then. 
You've got to say his technique has come on, though. You have to, man. He, he, his technique has come on massively. It's come on. It's come on, but I don't know. I still think he's he's. I still think he's just a slightly better version of Antonio. I do. I still, think. He's still an athlete turned footballer than a footballer turned athlete. Mm. You know, he, he was probably seen as a youngster as this guy is an absolute machine. If we can get any sort of technical ability out of him, he is from Bar- isn't he from Barcelona's academy. The Barcelona academy. Is he? I'm sure. I'm sure he's one of them, like Delafoe. Let's have a quick check of that before we move on. I'm sure he's Barcelona Academy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he actually made one appearance in the senior team as well. Oh, there you go. Yeah, knowledge. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, he's a good player. I like him. I do like him a lot. Oh, there we go. See, someone's saying correct. Uh, Traore was a pace merchant. He's improved massively. Yeah, I met, like I say, I remember him playing against us. He was absolutely tearing us a new one in that game of few years ago now but yeah I've always liked him uh, five yeah. five goals in 61 games for Middlesbrough five goals in 51 games for Wolves 10 goals in like it's a, it's yeah, a one in I'm, I'm not saying about ten, his goals I'm not saying about his goals player. I don't think he's that he, I'm not he, saying about his goals I'm saying about the threat he distracts the other players so does Antonio yeah yeah no, that's what I'm saying I'm that's that's why that's my that's what I think. Right, that's my opinion on him. Is to me, he's just a better, he's a slightly better Antonio. I don't think he's, yeah, he, yeah, he is a powerhouse. But I don't think there's much more to him. And that's got, just that's just me. That's just me. You know, in that conversation as well, you've got the Newcastle guy, Saint Maxim, another one. Your bags of he's pace. Yeah, he's Antonio. Yeah, but he's just he's more pace than like he's he's not built like. Antonio and Trari, is he yeah. St. Maximum? He's just, he's like, a, I don't know, he's, just, he's, a, he's a pace merchant. Animal, he's strong, he's a strong guy, but yeah, he's a pace merchant. And very similar sort of styles. Um, so looking at us again, um, flash this up every week. Um, very surprised actually against Arsenal that the team lineup didn't change. <laughs> a little bit of room for me to slip into there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ngakia, his name don't even come up know, on Sky. I know, I know, we need to, you to get back to doing your graphics on this stuff, mate. Um, the change I would make, mate, is Sochek for Noble. See, mm. Sochek was fit. Um, you know, and I, I didn't think, oh, I'm going to get rid of that. I didn't think we'd get to see um, the lineup with Sochek in. You, know, you never get to see your first 11, do you? Maybe two games a season. Mm. Um, now, so if there is a chance to play that first eleven, that is would be, in my opinion, at the moment, our strongest eleven. It's the only change I'd make. Hmm. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I completely agree, mate. Um, definitely. So checking for Noble, and then that's that's it. I wouldn't change anything else. Um, what are people saying about two up front? Is there any, is there any way you sway to do that? We're, we're, we're kind of playing. No, I think the way that we're playing like at the minute... where Bowen's playing, though. Yeah, it's working. You know, having Antonio and Bowen playing just off... And let's be honest, a lot of the time, Antonio is up with him anyway. So I think the system's working as it is. I don't think we need to go all out to up top. I think that would leave us too light in the field as well. Um, they play that... They play three uh, at the back walls a lot. If I show you that again. So they mm. play the three at the back, but it goes into a five... Then they can go into a five midfield. Like they, they, they're, they're one of the most fluid sides in the Premier League. That's what the pundits say. 
They, yeah. they can transition so well from defence to attack. Mm. Um, and you don't want to be left outweighed, really, do you? You don't want to be left out of a shape. Yeah. Um, Traore was never a goal scorer, but puts a lot of dangerous balls into the box. Uh, I'd be inclined to bring Anderson back and bench Haller. Um, a preferer of pace. Um, would move Antonio back out to right midfield and move Bowen alongside Haller. Need a finisher up top and Antonio isn't one. I suppose, I suppose that's a valid point there. Mm. Yeah. Um, so what's your predictions, mate, for the game? Same as every week, mate. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm not confident with this know. one at all. I'm not confident with this one at all. Uh, um, I can't say I'm confident. This is the game I've feared the most out of the games we've got left. Um, I'd, no, I can't see it, mate. I can't see us getting anything. I don't know. I could see... We we could end up on a... We, I think we could end up getting battered, sort of 3-1. Um, I don't know. I'm going to be optimistic and I'm going to say two all. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to lose 3 1, to be honest with you. Um, I think we'll score, but I just think they're going to have a little bit too much for us. Um, I'm hoping, you know, like all you guys are saying, you know, the Europa League, they'll come out a little bit tired and that might help us a little bit. But then again, it's capitalizing and scoring early. You know, if you're tired going into the game and you score early, Mm. It can definitely play with your mind as a player. Um, this game worries me more than Arsenal. For so many times you can play well and lose before confidence and motivation starts. It definitely. Um, let's hope Ngaki can deal with Traore. Yeah, it's an another test again for him, isn't it? Uh, obviously, Mane with the Traore skill. On, is he playing on the left or the right, Traore? I thought he was playing on the right. He, he, yeah, he runs down the right, then he? Because he was playing against Cresswell, because I remember Cresswell bottling a tackle. Would, yeah, it's, so he's probably going to be up against against Cresswell. I, definitely, the way we've been playing with Antonio on the left, I would I would stick with that and stick Antonio on him. That would be fun to watch. Great battle, a great mm. battle, mate. That'd be a great battle. Um, true, Thomas, but I like Anderson uh, to come back in. Meaning either Haller, Antonio, or Bowen would need to be dropped. Where do you stand with Anderson, mate? Uh, again, I keep, we said this. I really week, like mate, the guy, but I really, really like performing. Anderson and. I don't even think he's not performing as such. I think he is. He has got that capability of making something happen. But who do you drop? There's nobody. You can't. There's no one you can drop at the minute. You can't drop Antonio or Bowen. And if you drop Allaire, that means you're playing Antonio up front. And Antonio is not a striker. He can't play up front. So I just you're don't going see... Back to, you're going back to five years ago. Yeah. If you start playing Antonio up front again, you're going back to five years ago. Can't do it. Um, so at the moment, I just don't see... I don't. I don't see where he fits in. I, for me, you just can't drop those three at the minute. So, until until that changes. But, um, what about your boy, I'm not saying as a starting starter. Um, you know, even I at some points were thinking the Arsenal game. If you bring Lanzini back in, mm. you get. I'm not saying we've seen it this year, but you get him on, and you start getting a Lanzini that can carry the ball a little bit. He might have had something to open that defence up. Mm. So, for me, there is, you know, he's still got a chance to get back in that team, but he's got to take them chances when he gets his chance again. Mm. You know, if Fonos gets a bit tired in the game, I don't, I'm not going to be moaning if Lanzini's coming on at the 75th minute for 15 minutes to try and do something. Mm. But you, mate. No, I agree. Lanzini. 
Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's another one. As everybody knows, Lanzini is one of my favourite players. He probably is my favourite West Ham player, but same, it's the same situation. Who do you drop? Nobody. At the moment, there's nobody you drop. Um, and it, the, I and think there's we... Yarmolenko as well. No, Yarmolenko, mm. very close to fitness. Again, you can't drop Bowen. You can't drop Antonio. Ah, a great option to have. Yeah, I think that's the thing. You know, if you if you look at maybe next season and you think on that right hand side you've got you've got the likes of um Bowen, Yarmolenko, obviously Antonio can play there. Good competition for places. On the left, again, Antonio can play there. You've got Lanzini, you've got Anderson. Really, really good options. For now as well can play there, but I like seeing him more central. Um it's important. It's important to have that cover and that depth. Whether those players are going to be happy enough playing rotation football, I don't know. Um, but at, at, at the moment, I, I can't see anyone. That, I, I wouldn't drop anybody. It's, the, the team at the moment is picking itself. Um, I think we'll leave it there. Um, really good show. We've been going for just under an hour, 54 minutes. I think that's enough uh, enough of us for a week. Uh, we're going to be back on Thursday. Uh, I'm hoping we'll get a guest on. If not, it'd be me and Paul. And obviously, we don't need a guest for the show. You know, the next game is Tottenham. You know, we can build up. We can talk about that. I really fear that game. I've got to say, that's a game I fear as well. I know they ain't one in six, but that's typical West Ham, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. But uh, listen, let's hope we get something in the Wolves game. If we get something in the Wolves game, if we got a win, I'm saying we're staying up then. If we get a win, mm. um, draw and loss, you know, you're still in that mix. Um, but anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for the chat. It's really gone off in the chat. We're about 100 away now from 3,000 subscribers, which would be brilliant if we can hit that before the end of the season, which I think we will. Until then, guys, in your minds, keep believing. Hit the like button if you haven't already. Let's go.